When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Sports Day. Adam Papalia with you and Will Schofield. Uh, we head now to uh, a legendary Australian cricketer who is actually doing a bit of work for the old enemy in England right now, being part of England's camp and uh, a coaching consultant with the English cricket side. We've been uh, having a bit of a chat on the show about it tonight, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but Mike Hussey joins us right now. Huss, does it feel a little bit weird to chuck the England polo on and how are you finding it? Yeah, yeah. good evening, gentlemen. Um, Glad I probably wasn't listening earlier because I'm sure there was a bit bit of sledging going my way, but uh, I must admit it, it did feel a little bit weird first first day, you know, put, pulling on that England shirt, I was like, I never thought in my wildest uh, dreams or li- lifetime that I'd be pulling on an England, England shirt, but, but since then, you just, just get on with it and just get on, get, get to work, really, and it's been really nice. They're a great bunch of guys. They work hard. They, they yeah, they, they're a really, like, I guess, quite a humble sort of group, really. They, they, they just, you know, um, they really respect the game, and, and they're a great, great bunch of guys. It's all a bit tug-in-cheek, but have you actually been copying a few text messages from your old mates, giving you a bit of a sledge? Not not as many as I was expecting, uh, to be, to be honest. But uh, a few little sly comments here or there, and um, and even from the Aussie boys. But you know, it, it's happening more and more these days. We see a lot of uh, Aussie coaches going overseas, and uh, we we coach at the IPL in India as well, and um, and and then obviously getting some over, uh, overseas coaches into the Australian setup as well. So, you know, there is a lot of coach movement. It, it's it's great experience for me as well as a coach to help me. Uh, improve as well, get into a different environment, see how another country goes about it. And, um, yeah, I'm certainly thoroughly enjoying it. Huss, do you think the the culture of cricket is changing? Even, you know, since you retired, um, because of those extra tournaments, the, the the world game is bigger than ever. And so you do see guys coaching different countries and, um, you know, more players interacting with each other than ever before. Oh, without doubt. And I think the IPL um, has a lot to answer for in that respect. I, I know being an Australian... Um, we seem to have this aura around the world. And, and then, you know, once you start going into their environment and they sort of realise that, you know, we're not bad, ugly ogres, you know, uh, <laughs> you know guys like Matthew Hayden's actually a good good bloke, you know, rather than, you know, when you play against some of these guys, you sort of think they're, they're pretty harsh and nasty guys. But once they get to know um, uh, you and, and, and the cultural sort of uh, uh, background sort of uh, break down a little bit, then, um, yeah, yeah, you definitely sort of assimilate into, into a lot of different cultures a lot easier now. So it's, it, it's good. I think it's good for the game. And then that's players' impression of you. What about you back the other way with the players? You mentioned on the off the top that they're a hardworking group. Um, has it has it been any surprises, or has it just been um, as expected? You know, you know, an elite of, a, of professional athletes. I think um, I think what surprised me is just just the lack of ego in the team. Really, you know, sometimes you know there's a bit of bravado and a bit of you know uh, I'm a senior player and you're one of the young punks. You know, uh, but but it's it's not doesn't feel like that in this England camp. They're, they're very even, they're very measured, they're a very calm group as well. And 
I think that's going to hold them in good stead throughout the tournament because there is a lot of pressure and a lot of stress involved in a World Cup. And, and I think the teams that can not sort of ride the highs and the lows too much and just remain quite level throughout the tournament will, will have a good chance of, of hopefully going through. There's so much talent there as well. They, they really, um, they've got a lot of talent and a lot of depth in talent as well. So they, they cover a lot of base as well. Yeah, they do. Um, anyone that you think we should really be looking for to, to be having a, a big tournament for England because, I mean, English cricket uh, always been so strong, but particularly in the T20 format, given it, it kind of started in England, didn't it, uh, way back when, um, they've always uh, been pretty good at this form. Yeah, well, I, I guess the, there's the obvious big names, um, you know, like your, your Josh Butler and, um, you know, Ben Stokes and, and these sort of guys uh, that you, you'd expect to have a pretty good tournament. But there's, there's a lot of unsung sort of heroes through there. I, I sort of looked at their bowling attack and I thought, oh, you know, there's no sort of big names there, but they're all actually really smart bowlers and they, 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 they sort of defend really well at the right times. They know when to attack. They're quite an experienced group and they've played a fair bit of cricket together now and they complement each other really well. Have lost Reese Topley, who, you know, again, it's not a big name in world cricket, but he's a really important bowler for England. So that, that's a bit of a blow. But um, as I said, they, they sort of cover it quite well with, um, with quite a lot of depth. So I think someone like Moeen Ali is, is someone that's really impressed me. He, he's not dominated in Australian conditions before, but his game is in a really good place at the moment and um, coming in lower in the order, I think he can play a few nice, nice cameos. We're chatting with uh, Aussie cricket legend Mike Hussey, who's part of the English coaching setup for the T20 World Cup. And Huss, of course, you are back in Perth, England, taking on Afghanistan uh, tomorrow night at Perth Stadium. Um, what sort of a, an introduction, I guess, to the World Cup is that taking on Afghanistan, who, of course, one of the, the minnow teams up against one of the powerhouses. But how, how does a, a team actually approach that and, 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 and make sure that you are turning up to play? Oh, well, maybe from the outside, people sort of think they're the minnows, but not, not anymore. You know, like they, they, they are a very, very good team. And um, you know, they've got two of the best uh, T20 bowlers in the world uh, in Majib and Rashid Khan, who have played uh, in Australia a fair bit as well. Um, they've got Nabi, who's got a lot of the experience. So, you know, they, they're no easy beats. And, um, you know, they've earned their right to be in the main group. They haven't had to come through the qualifiers to get into the, uh, into the T20 World Cup. Um, so, oh, well, I know from, from being in the inner sanctum, England are definitely not taking uh, this game lightly. Um, I think they've got a very healthy respect for Afghanistan, and, and rightly so. I think Afghanistan will win a few games um, without doubt throughout this, uh, this, this tournament. Um, whether they can win it or not, I, I'm not, not so sure, but um, they'll, certainly, um, they'll certainly give a few teams a, a real fright. Joss Butler's an incredibly important player for the England team. Averaged almost 90 runs last tournament, this time last year. Um, made 269 runs, so incredibly important to the group. And now, you know, newly appointed captain. How have you seen uh, his leadership around the group? Oh, he's been fantastic. Uh, he's had a bit of a break coming back off an injury, and um, he's fresh. He's really obviously excited about the World Cup. There's, there's a real calmness to him. He speaks very quietly. Doesn't doesn't say a lot, but when he speaks, he's he sort of um, every, everyone sort of tunes in. He, he's very respectful of the job that uh, Owen Morgan did with this England team over the last few years, and he wants to build on that. He, he said he always talks about you know there's been so much great work done, but now we've got to keep pushing forward and, and keep playing what's in front of us, and and that's sort of been his mantra really is is just playing what's in front of you, and um, yeah, he, he leads from the front. You know when when it comes to the batting as well, he, he's such a he's such a talented player and, and he's in good touch as well. He's playing beautifully at the moment. Hey, Huss, just off the back of what we're speaking about earlier on in the show, what are you actually doing in the English team? I've seen a lot of um, titles being bandied around and a bit of uh, <laughs> greyness, but what are you there in the team doing? 
I'm throwing a heck of a lot of balls in the net. <laughs> that's probably what, uh, <laughs> probably what I'm doing at the moment. But yeah, I don't know. There's not really a specific title, like a batting coach or batting consultant, whatever it may be. But um, yeah, just just basically be a resource there for the team. Um, obviously, know the conditions in Australia really well, so the guys are, t- are tapping into you know the Australian conditions knowledge and um, and then just. Yeah, T twenty knowledge as well. So I, I, I'm not someone that sort of comes in and says too much. That all these guys are very experienced and they know their games inside and out. So I, I don't want to come in and stuff things up. Really, I just want to try and work with them and and help them get into a good place, sort of mentally and and technically with their game. Looking uh, a little bit wider, you mentioned before that the you know spending some time with English cricket is good for your development. Do you have aspirations to be and take on a bigger coaching role in the future? Yeah, I think so. I, I do really enjoy the coaching side of things. Being a head coach compared to a an assistant coach or a specialist coach, I guess, is, is very, very different. Uh, and so I, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying doing quite a long apprenticeship and trying to get around as many environments as I can. You know, I've been able to coach in India and coach with the South African team and, and, and now with England and, and Australia in the past. But just, just watching and observing the head coaches and how they go about it and, um yeah, I, I'm, I'm noticing that it's a very different role. So um, I, th- I think you need to be ready. And, uh, and yes, I'm just slowly just working away and building up my, um, I guess, my knowledge. And then um, hopefully, at, you know, at the right time uh, and the right stage in my life, and I'll be ready to, to jump into a, a head coach role sometime. The England team, rightly so, comes in as one of the favourites to this tournament. But, you know, who, who do you see as the real challenges uh, other than England to, to the trophy this year? Well, Australia's got a great chance. You know, they won the tournament in the UAE. We're not too many probably expected them to. That The team hasn't changed. If anything, maybe got a little bit stronger. Um, and obviously, they know the home conditions so well. Uh, so, so you'd expect Australia to be right up there um, at the business end of the tournament. But um, it's such a hard one to pick. You know, there's so many... Um, the, the, the teams are so close, and I was even talking about it to a few of the guys. In you know, thinking about back to the Australia versus uh, England game in Canberra, and um, you know, it was literally a case of you know, Tim David dropped the catch that went for six, so that sort of saves your four runs, and then uh, Ben Stokes on the other side dives over the boundary line and flicks one back and saves another four runs. There's there's eight run turnaround, and, and England won the game by eight runs. So it's literally a tiny little play here or a tiny little play there that can be the difference. So. It's too hard to pick a winner, but I think yeah, Australia's got to be right up there. Sunday, the thirteenth of the of November, seven o'clock, under lights at the MCG. Australia taking on England in a World Cup final. How would you be feeling? <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't ask me who, who I hope would win. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, the next that question. That would have been a harder question to answer. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. Like, as a coach, there's not too much you can do. Once once the guys cross that line, you just go out there and hope hope they you know can execute their skills on the night. Um, yeah, so I, I generally don't get too nervous as a coach before games. I, I just sort of sit back and enjoy this, the great, talented players that are out there. And uh, and I ne- again, I never thought I'd say this in my uh, in my lifetime, but I'm, I'll actually be hoping win- England get over the line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh, we were going so well, Huss, too, till you said that, mate. Um, look, no, we we really appreciate it. Um, uh, we always uh, enjoy having a chat to you. You are a legend of Australian cricket, no matter what, and uh, you're doing a job for England right now. But it's going to be an exciting World Cup, and uh, we do wish you well too, Michael Hussey. Thank you so much for having a chat to us on Sports Day. 
No worries, boys. Have a good evening. Thanks for having me on. There you go, Mike Hussey, Australian cricket legend, Scoey, uh, who just said that he hopes England wins the T20 World I Cup. Can't believe it. I can't. I can't <laughs> believe what I've just heard. Oh no! You, you said it perfectly, perhaps like usual. You just hit the nail on the head. We were going so well. It was such a positive piece. Yeah, we were the with English, him. English people. There's no ego. They're great leaders. They're a great team. And then he's gone and done that. No, oh no! We were with him up until then. Uh, <laughs> we hope. England get done in the final by one run yes. against Australia. Uh, great to have a chat to Mr. Cricket and great for him to uh, obviously do it in good spirit as well. You are listening to Sports Day. Uh, of course, thanks to Repco Authorised Service. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.